Welcome to Free Talk and part two of School Days. On this episode, we are talking about Shani's daughter's experience and a bit more about what we got out of school. Remember, you can join us every Monday on all podcast platforms. Link up with us on Facebook at aya.shani.315 and follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. We've talked about our experience. I mean, I know there's more, but at least that's kind of what we went through. Yeah. Your daughter is in school and she is definitely going through a different way of being in school and a different school system. Because when we were young, we, uh, we already talked about what school, English or French, you have to go to based on what your parents um, did here in this country, whether they went to English school or French school. And the structure is 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 good enough to say you go to school you learn what you have to learn pass your exam you have to get over 60 in every single subject if you do not you fail and you have to repeat stuff like that what what's your experience with what your daughter is going through today i don't know it's just um a little bit different i find now than it was back then like um like with the uniform especially now that they have to wear the blue and white i like that like you said, mm-hmm. it's structured and you don't have to think about it. I think the only thing that um, they didn't put in play was the shoes. You can wear whatever shoes. I mean, it can't be red, but it, 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 you can wear whatever you wanted. So okay. if you get the latest Jordans, then you can wear the latest Jordans. Well, that's, that's cool because it allows you to express yourself in some way. Yes. I think that's that, good. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit different, for sure. Um, first of all, they've taken like Catholic out of like all the elementaries and the high schools. So, just are you serious? Of, yeah, yeah. Because my I went to um, LaSalle Catholic, and then there was a LaSalle Protestant down the street. So, that is no longer like that. It's still called LCCHS, our school, but the the Catholic became another word. I can't remember what it is. Um, oh, wow. Comprehensive? No, it was community i can't remember they changed it from catholic to some other word um <laughs> they took the catholic out even for the protestant school i think they actually changed the name totally i think it was called riverside after that because it was a, our school was near the river so i guess they called it that one riverside it, it's it's not about what the, what they taught you yes you were given um you had like the catholic stuff that you know kids went through when um when they're you know in uh, elementary and being baptized not baptized but um to tell you the truth i don't remember all the stuff that the catholics do because even though i went to catholic school i didn't participate in it because obviously i'm seven day adventist which is protestant but um just a little things that um the catholics did um for their ceremonies and stuff like that that all changed like it's it's not the same anymore because i remember even like for our um when we were in la salle we had um all our stuff at saint jean brebeuf um church and it was actually weird because as i was writing this um our pastor or priest um father john walsh he resided over like all our stuff and he actually passed um a couple of weeks ago so it was it was just like wow you know because i remember him being involved in everything that we did because even though um i never partaked in it i just i sat there and i listened and i you know um 
I listened to how the Catholics did their stuff and, and it was interesting, you know, and just to know that he was residing over all those little things um, in itself was, um, it was just, uh, it was just a memory from, from school, elementary and high school. So that's why I ended up putting Samaria in a Catholic school, even though we're not Catholic, is because I love the structure of the Catholic um, schools. They're very strict. And again, she's in a private school, um, an all-girl private school. So that even has more um, structure and regimes. And like, like you said, for your uniform, she has certain uniforms that she has to wear. Um, she's allowed to have options between those uniforms, except for Tuesdays when there's mass. She has to wear her tie, but unlike you, she doesn't. She didn't. She doesn't get to tie it. They have this new way of doing a tie that she just pulls it. <laughs> it's it's the way the world is going. The world is becoming lazy. That's all I'm going to say about that. I was like, okay, what is this? Because <laughs> even for you me, age. when I was in high school, I used to wear my own ties, and I learned how to tie. Right? My dad taught me how to tie a tie. He goes, you never know when you're going to need it. Right? So true just the structure of the way you're taught, I find it's different because when my brother went to the school, because there's only one um, school here in Laval, which is why I, um, I had to make the decision to put it into private school, um, is because the one school we have here, I'm not, I don't want to say, it's not bad. It's just, it's not for my child. You know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. uh, uh, they have a, um, uh, junior school and then down the road they have the senior school um, and then my little brother went to that school so when they were doing the transitioning um, because they had another high school which they totally eliminated which was um, a science and art school and I was like oh that's cool right um, but they took it out and they just incorporated the, the two schools together and I'm like oh my god it was such a disaster um, the only thing is if I couldn't afford to put her in the school, the only reason maybe I would have said go is because her principal from elementary school, who is like super strict, um, he's now at the junior school. So at least for junior, she, I knew she would have been okay, you know, but I didn't want to have her have, um, going public school then going private and and just having that mix up i don't want that i just wanted private and that's it so that transition was it was um very hard for her um and the fact that she has to wear <laughs> the rest of her life <laughs> but you know okay, i'm not laughing i shouldn't laugh at her <laughs> well like i said it, it's good that they have that but had she been able to start that since you know her first moment walking into school, it wouldn't feel like a culture shock. But yeah, she'll yeah. go through it because she never had to before. That's it. I know this is not going to happen, obviously, because, you know, the world wants to, the world, not the world, really. People want to have a certain handle over what is allowed and not allowed. Mm -hmm. But in the perfect weird bubble of my mind school should start with teaching children how to be good human beings then it should transition to them finding themselves by going through different elements in school yeah. yes i believe everyone should learn their native language another language math 
science, everything that we have. Yes. Okay. Because you have to at least have a base in order to know what you're interested in. But I feel when they reach um, high school, yes, you should be trying to pass these tests because you have to um, challenge yourself to know if you're even interested in doing this. But because um, even when I went to school, I have witnessed a lot of children I'm saying children now because I'm older, but children um, leaving school, dropping out, that should shake um, the governments of the world to understand that there is a problem. Yeah. Because if children go to school and once they reach high school, they feel overwhelmed. They feel like it's not worth it. They feel they should choose a different path. The school should accommodate and say, okay, maybe we need to revise what we're teaching children and give them an opportunity to have a base of an education because a lot of people who are in very amazing positions and high positions now a lot of them did not finish their high school why because they went after their passion so if schools can give a a round um education on the basics of what can be used in life in general and then when they are halfway through high school, they implement the things that can really drive a person to learn more. Yeah. That would be amazing. Like, um, I feel finance can be taught in high school. Yes. You know, like, yes, teach math. You have to know, you know, your basics of math, but finance should be an option because a lot of people want to go in that direction for many different reasons. But if you learn about finance at a young age, you will not catch yourself in a very um, harsh situation after college or university, yes. which a lot of people do. Yes. If you implement, like, I love the fact that they have drama, mm-hmm. you know, but it should be a, a, a bigger space. So kids who like, you know, um, they want to be an artist, you know, a painter or anything like that, they mm-hmm. want to act they want to learn um, how to do videos or even YouTube. Like, we're in a new situation. Yeah. These things can be entered into high school. So kids could then have a great launching pad to then want to go to college. Exactly. I mean, I know a lot of people make a big deal, like you either went to college or you didn't go to college. Either way, you go to college, you don't go to college, you're still able to have an amazing life. But if you truly want people to go to college, you have to give them a reason to go there. Because once you finish high school, you finish the robotic system that we are all privy to. Exactly. So after that, you'd want to try something else, you know? Yeah, exactly. And while you're saying that, it it brought to mind, like, that's what these private schools have. Either if it's, um, like, um, it doesn't have to be just all girls or all, you know, all boys, but even just the private schools, they have those options. They have the robotics team. They have um, the STEM um, uh, education. They have the drama and the uh, capability to be able to do a play or two during the year. They have like, um, oh, an art studio. There was this huge art studio from one of the other um, private schools that we attended. It was both, it was for girls and boys, but it was just, it was amazing. If you think about it, and I don't praise the Americans for their schooling, because we all know that they're not taught, but what they did put in place, which I've always, always liked is, 
they have schools that are like engineering schools for kids who want to build things or um, architecture, whatever. They have those kind of schools. They have art schools where you it's just art. You know, yes, you get your basics, but it's an art school. Yeah, because I feel that college is a place where you try to find what you would like to do. And in my opinion, it's not it's too late, but it's like it could have been done earlier because a lot of people will go to college and they hang there and they do certain things. And then at the end of the day, none of what they originally picked is what they want to do. And then they wasted money, they wasted time. And then mm-hmm. later on, they find out their passion. And now they feel they, they can't do it because they're older. And they're like, I don't have the money because, you know, I'm in life yep. paying bills and stuff. So then they don't want to go back. So I just feel that the system should start, the system of finding out what you should be doing should start in high school. Yeah. So then when you go to college and university, you're literally on a path for success. There's so many other things they can be offering. Um, Things that are geared to real life is what I'm trying to say, as opposed to what you would learn in school, use in school only. Mm -hmm. I I just don't like the fact that anything that we learn um, in high school is geared towards the final exam, as opposed to geared towards real life and how we would use it. Yeah. Because most of the things you learned in school, you're not using it in your practical life. Not no, all. No, so like some of it, yes, it comes to mind, especially, you know, with math, with language and everything. Those things will play, but the way we're learning it is truly to pass the exam. It is not to then use in your real life. Yeah. In most jobs you go to, as much as you may have a certificate saying this or that and the other, not all. Let's not say, okay, doctors, lawyers, um, firefighters, uh, paramedic, they need the schooling they get exactly the way it is because it helps them to then use it in practical life. But in any other aspect, truly you are learning like the surface things and they are only to pass the exam at the end of the year. They are not for you to truly implement in your work because when you go to work, you learn whatever they have in place. Yeah. You know, but if they would put more practical studies in high school, then you'll be able to take that and use it in real life. And most people will be able to start their own business because they learned the essentials in school. That's why I truly believe finance needs to be put in yeah. high school. People need to learn how to actually use and build their financial status. But the thing is the private schools have it and I don't see why it should just be private schools. Uh, One of the things that I absolutely love about um, Trinidad and Tobago is that they do have specialized schools. So when, if you ever visit Trinidad, you will see a lot of people um, wearing the same color of um, uniform or, you know, the dress code is similar in Trinidad. I mean this in adults. This is because they have specialized schools. So if Mm -hmm. you want to learn anything, which I think... Um, we lack sometimes. Uh, there are a lot of um, jobs that have to do with your hands, carpentry, you know, working mm-hmm. with um, welding or anything like that. Trinidad, I'm sure there are other countries that do it. This is just what I've seen. In Trinidad, you'll see a bunch of guys and girls in like 
blue overalls. You'd see some women and men in um, purple suits, blue suits. They are all going to specialized schools and those specialized schools then allow them to get a position in a you know, specific company. Right. So if you're working in finance, you will, they all look alike, meaning they're, they're attire. So, you know, all these people are going to school and they will all be working in a bank in, you know, years uh-huh. when they're finished their education. Yeah. The ones that are in overalls, they work on welding, they work on pipes, they work on, you know, um, building houses. Like who builds houses now that, you know, like truthfully does that? Obviously it gets built, but I mean, in Trinidad, you could really see where these people are going and mm-hmm. what they're going to do with their lives. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing to have everywhere and i'm sure it's in a lot of countries where people go to specialized schools like i said if you learn what you want to do in high school then mm-hmm. it could launch you to exactly where you think you want to go so i love seeing that when i was walking around trinidad all the people who are going to these specialized schools mm-hmm. and they will learn practical not just theoretical so that they can see there is this what i really want to be doing for the rest of my life and what that that does for some people is that they start working for a company and then since they really learned the craft and then utilized it in their first job, they're able to start their own company. Yeah. And that's where we want people to go because you want to own what you do. Exactly. That's one thing I wanted for, I not wanted, I want for Samara is that to know that in the end, whatever you decide to do, you own it. You know what I mean? Whatever. I said, I I said, you want to um, carry some, papers uh to the man next door you own the printing factory okay it's just <laughs> that's you know something like that you know i i actually made a i was a joke i made with her i said i forgot what what i had told her but i said if you want to dance down the street you own the dancing company like this is what i would want for you because this is where the world's going right now and this is even before this just during this time before the pandemic uh, it's it was going there anyways it's just it got sped up you know i finished high school and i go to um Sejap. i go to college and i'm like i think i became a pool shark and i'm like i was i'm like i couldn't i couldn't take my classes i really couldn't take them i couldn't i couldn't understand them i, I couldn't i love learning but when it came to tests, because I'm the kind of person that um, I get anxiety when my tests arrive, I would fail. So for me, it was like, oh my God, what am I going to do, right? And especially with something that I was, I'm not really totally into, it's even worse, right? Taking tests will always be different depending on the person because mm-hmm. it's, like you said, it's a level of anxiety. It's how you take it. Some people they need to study for a long period of time and then they can ace. Some people need to do a cram session right before and then they'll pass. For others, it's not that they can't learn. It's just that their way of learning is different than the standard one that we see. So again, if the school system was allowed to cater to every version of people, yeah, it would be completely different because the thing is you can learn so many... Just, okay, just take the example of... Um, especially in today's world, when you want to learn um, how to do something like all the um, YouTubers, none Mm -hmm. of them took a course to, well, okay, maybe some of them did, but most of them did not go and take a course, have a test. 
and then they were able to upload videos speaking about whatever they like. No. You just learn it and yeah. you try it. And then um, while you do it for a while, you'll understand if this is truly what you would like to do or if there's something more, something different. And I know what tests um, are driven to do and it's to allow you to understand, did you comprehend everything that you learned and are you able to use it? That's what tests do. They're just telling you, are you good at what you just learned and will you be able to move forward with it? But not every um, thing that you learn needs a a structured test. Yes. If you are passionate about it and you learn it and you then apply it, that's mm -hmm. your test. Yeah. So I don't know how to say they would implement that in schools. Like schools, I feel you have to have an exam at the end of the year because you have to evaluate are you good at this? Have you understood everything? Yeah. Do you want to continue this? Yeah. But yes, I feel there are certain parts, uh, uh, certain things that you learn that you don't need a critical test. You just yeah. need to apply it. And through that application, you understand if yeah. this is something that you're good at. And it's funny because I had um, uh, an accounting course and um, you know me and my numbers, right? Like I said, math was never my strong suit. Um, but you know, I was like, oh, I like this accounting class and I like the way it's structured and whatever. And so it should give us many, not mini tests, but like mini assignments, um, a test or two, yes, but not hard, hard, anything hard. But then obviously in December, you have a, a big one. And then in, in June, you have another one, right? So when it came to December test, I don't know, there was a few, I think it was, it was a handful of us. And she's like, okay, so you're, I'll say for me, my mark was like 80, right? I come to the test and I fail the test. And it was like five of us that did that. And she's like, I don't understand you guys. She goes, you guys are amazing in class. You raise your hand, you answer the questions, right? All that stuff. You come to your test and you're like, you're failing. She goes, I, I wish I could write a book about people like you. She goes, yeah. I don't understand it. Well, it's not, that's the thing. She didn't understand it, but there, there are people that do. They understand that people are able to perform when they are doing something that they've studied or something that they love. Mm -hmm. Tests itself brings anxiety to everyone, yep. right? Mm -hmm. It's just that it's how you handle it that's yeah. going to um, show the results that it does. So it's not that people who fail tests are not capable. It's just that when it comes to that moment, yeah. everything locks in, everything goes out of their mind. They're just like, it's stressful. It is so stressful. Oh my gosh. I remember when my, cause my dad is a, a teacher, right? So when he used to do homework with me and especially again, it has to do with math. <laughs> he would just, after a while, he would just get up and leave because he's like, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, and again, <laughs> if, if people would try and understand why this happens to some people, yeah. you would be able to um, pass everything. Yeah. Because I think it's the fact that it's that moment. Here is your final moment. You yeah. have to pass this. But I feel if they give you, like like you said, when you did tests before, like little assignments in class, you'd yeah. ace it. So if they would treat the final exam as such, you won't have that extra anxiety of this is life or death. You must, you know, yeah. pass this or else it's over for you. Oh, my God. 
because well, that's what I feel it, it um, the feeling that some people get when they uh, arrive to test. It's like, this is it. This is my moment. If I fail this, my life is over. So then that takes over their mind instead of mm-hmm. just looking at the questions as they would during class and answering it. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah. I like, and I'll be sweating. You don't understand. I'll be sweating. It could be as cold as it, <laughs> but I was always sweating. I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know what it was. And I would breathe. I do my breathing exercises. And uh, at one point, even I had a tutor and even a tutor quit on me. <laughs> Until people actually specialize in this, because remember, a lot of things in life, um, unless it becomes something destructive, yeah. people don't feel it should be um, studied, right? Yeah. So you, you have anxiety during tests. It's not a big deal to some people, but the thing is it should be because everyone has their way of working things out. Yeah. So in the end, I just memorized everything. That's how I got through everything when I passed. See? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Th- that's one of the, the, the um, things that I feel about school. A lot of it has to do with memorizing and that's why sometimes it falls short yeah. in real life. It's great for, you know, when you're at a party and people are like, do you know that Mars has that? And you're like, yes, I learned that because you memorized it. Yeah. But for practicality in a real uh, life um, situation, yeah. sometimes those memori- memorizing things, it does nothing for you. No. But um, there are different ways people take tests. Like the way you take it, you get anxiety when you reach the actual, you know, final test. Yes. For me, I'm the other extreme. I want to like, it's, it might be a problem, but <laughs> I want to get 100%. That was just my mentality. I want to get a hundred. So, oh, and I want to get a hundred if it's a subject I like, like I'm being yes. very real, has yes. to be something I like. So when I did English in high school, like I told you, my aim was 100%. Yeah. If I got 98, I'm like, where did I go wrong? What's mm-hmm. happening here? Mm-hmm. You know, but still, I wanted to get 100. That's, that's where my head was. Get 100 and the rest is whatever. That's why in French, that wasn't my mentality. I'm like, I just need to pass. Let's just get through this. Okay, okay. Um, but for the subjects that I absolutely love, like in automatic as well, I'm like 100%. That's what we're going yeah. for. So when you put your mind there, you will study and do what you got to do. Like, like I told you, some people, they need to cram. I need to study. I need time because I need to, like you said, memorize it, have it in my mind, and then test myself. So yeah. when I reach the exam, it's not such a harsh thing. No. Like, especially in English, as much as this may, like, I am personally not a cocky person. But when it came to my English exams in school, I was cocky as shit because I'm like, this is nothing. So sometimes I would like write out everything and then I would sit there and the teacher's like, are you done? I'm like, yeah, I've been, I've been done. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? So not the cocky part that was only in English because like I said, it was yeah, yeah, my elementary stuff. So like I, I, there was no reason to fear, but I, I put that uh, mentality in tests I take, and that's why I always, I think I always get a good mark because I studied, and I mean, I really studied, like, I would stay with my books, yes, I was in the age of books before the computer, anyways, so I would be with my books for a long time, <laughs> oh my God, and, me too. and I would write everything down, because for me, writing things down helps me memorize yeah. um, certain things and repeating it a lot, a, yeah. uh, a lot of repetition. Yeah. So when I did um, uh, in college, I took Chinese. I was like, as much as that is obviously foreign to me, 
I went with the same mentality. I'm like, I want to get a hundred. Yeah. Not knowing if I will or not. That's just what I told myself. Yeah. So when I did, because um, obviously it starts with elementary and we, uh, it was at Dawson and we had the opportunity to take the um, HSK exam. I was just like, I got this. I studied. I made sure that I repeated everything in my mind. So when we reached a test, we have a listening test, a reading test, and a speaking test. Right. Shani, when I got, when the teacher went in front of the class, and I think I've mentioned this before, and she said, we have one student that got 100%. And the thing is, the class I was in, there were Spanish people. Uh-huh. There were Asian people of different, not necessarily Chinese, but like, you know, yeah. they spoke Cantonese or, uh, you know, they were um, Japanese or whatever. Right. So it was a mixture of students. I did not necessarily know that it was me that got 100, but after I did the exam, I knew I passed. Yeah. And that was exciting for me because, you know, it was, I mean, it's Chinese. Right. <laughs> it's, a different, <laughs> it's a different situation. When the teacher said my name, the only black woman in the class got 100% on her Chinese exam. Wow. The freak out in my system was real. Like, obviously, I have to be poised. I have to be like, oh, my word, this is awesome. But inside my body, I was just like, yes, you <laughs> did this shit. Yes. Oh my God. So I was so excited. And yeah, and it was amazing. And that's just how I go into it. I, like I said, I have to be interested in it to have that type of mentality. Yes. But when it's something I love, I go in saying, I want a hundred percent and then I do the work to get there that's what I find with Samara as well um if she's like oh I just need to get over this test and just go through it I she does poorly but when she actually even if it's just one day extra of looking it over her marks are drastically different I've noticed that she's that kind of person like like you she needs to sit down and go over it and go over it and then take the test and she's she's acing these tests but if she's like yeah. just need to like whatever then she'll just like whatever with the mark too people may not um understand well i'm hoping most people understand if i am working towards something i am passionate about or something that i love mm-hmm. i will master it if exactly. i'm doing something just to get through it i'll just get through it exactly that's exactly how it is we're all made different we all love different things so like for me, the um, the things in school that interest me personally mm-hmm. were anything creative. Because I remember you were saying that um, you didn't want to be a part of drama. You didn't want to be a part of certain things in school because you were on the quieter side. For me, I wanted to be part of so many things. Not everything. But um, yeah, I wanted to be able to help and bring things together. Anytime there's a show of any kind, I want to participate in it because, like I said, I love to sing. I love to dance. I love to do anything creative. So that's what drew me into really loving um, being at school. Mm-hmm. But anything that has to do with, like you said, with math, don't, don't count me in. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but um, to do with history, even though history is not as creative, history is still learning about things that happened in the past. Yes. Um, and it was... Um, learning something to then have the answer. And like I said before, I liked being the person with the answers. Mm -hmm. So when they had that um, uh, club, I joined it because, yeah, I wanted to be the person who has the answers. That's just my personality. So what drew you in 
to liking school? Whatever subject or situation in school? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Dude, there had to be something. Um, the only thing that I, I, I know, for me, yes, in high school, I didn't, I didn't do arts as much because I was doing it on the side. So for me, I was like, whatever. Um, but if I could have, I would have done, and they had a program just for arts in my high school, I would have done that. But mm-hmm. no, uh, nothing else interested me. Nothing. Okay. Well, that's a possibility. Yeah. That's definitely a possibility. I just um, is there... and get out of it. Mm. <laughs> so are there any teachers that you could think of, regardless of what part of schooling it happened, that influenced you in a good way or in a bad way? Um, in a good way? No, no, not really. What? Um, I liked my teachers, there, but there was nobody that really stood out. Okay. Um, and I already told you about the bad one. So, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if maybe that's the reason why I don't like math, but it's not even I don't like math. I actually like math. It's just I can't get that grasp on it. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's where the issue started because I don't remember having a problem before that, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, but uh, no, there was no teachers that really influenced me either way. Um, it was more of, uh, I would say it's more of my parents. They're the ones who, because um, even with my mom, like she, during when she was um, young, she couldn't go on to high school because certain things that had happened, right? So when she left um, St. Vincent, she didn't have a high school, but then she came here and she went to college and it's just going knowing that she didn't have that background and then coming here and going to college and then getting 80s and 90s i'm like first of all i ain't your child because apparently i can't get these marks (laughs) 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 but it's just it was it was i was so proud of her you know and to know that it's something to i can i can look forward to to look up to um and achieve as well, you know, that if she can do it, I can obviously do it as well, you know, so that kind of helped me. Um, And then just having like a very liberal um, father, well, my mom was very liberal too, because she's she's more artistic as well, because when she went back to school, she went into art design. So it was just knowing that you can, as long as you put your mind to it, you can do it. That was just, that was just my mentality. And because um, my dad was the first um, in, his, in his household to have like a university degree. So that was my goal. My goal was, okay, I want a college degree. And then after that, I want to try for my university degree. But I had a goal. My goal was to be another one of the college graduates in my family. Because it was very rare, you know? And yeah. um, that was just my goal. And, and I got that from the two, the two people, um, my mom and my dad. That's good. That's the thing. We'll all draw um, inspiration from people in our lives. For me in school, there's a lot of teachers that I remember and a lot that I don't. Um, because it depends on your relationship with them. In um, my elementary, I remember my teacher, one of my teachers, Miss Ayung. And now she's the principal of St. Hilda's Girls Government School. She, um, I, rec- I 
saw her basically before she was even my teacher because obviously you see all the teachers in the school she was the only teacher that was ridiculously well-dressed her nails and her hair was impeccable like that was a teacher who took care of herself and her image every day all my other teachers they looked fine like there was nothing wrong with them it's just that she went above and beyond and that's what um, struck me about that particular teacher also mr sutton he was the only male in my elementary school so obviously you'd recognize him and what one of the things that stuck to me with him is that the day I decided to be a rebel and not do my homework I don't know why I chose that day my teacher was not in class he replaced her that was the worst thing that could ever happen and that's why I remember him I'm not going to elaborate anyways so um in high school the teachers that stood out to me were um, my English teacher, Mr. William. He was um, he 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 was that guy you'd want to be your English teacher if you did not speak English, because he was very patient. Um, he really tried to give you different resources in order for you to learn the language. So that's why I thought he was really um, an amazing teacher. Okay. I had this um, as as much as French. Um, especially lecture wasn't um, the thing that I love the most. I do remember my French teacher, Mr. Etienne. He, um, if I had to describe him, he was a, 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 a very big kind of guy. I don't mean big, that he had a big aura. He had a ponytail, mustache, beard. So you look like the guy who... Um, played guitar in a band or something and he was really really a nice person he smiled a lot he had a great personality and he was trying to help the whole class because obviously he wants us to pass one of the things I remember with him is that when I finally conquered the the my I guess the issues I had with French and I I went uh kind of above what I thought I was capable of doing he was a teacher that was with me when I received an award in French, if that should, you know, shock your mind wow. with uh, the relationship I have with French. I was so happy. And I still have the picture with him and myself yeah. um, when I got that award. And he was so proud of me because I really put aside the petty crap that I thought. I'm like, ugh, I just got to get through this. And I actually developed a passion for it. And that was the end result of that. So him, I remember a lot. Okay. I remember my history teacher. Oh, from the school name, I finally remember, which is so easy. St. Louis was my high school. And I remember my uh, history teacher, uh, Madame Nathalie. She, I remember her for two reasons. I remember her because she did not come to class to play. She was like, we are here to learn. So let's just learn this. And um, she wasn't the most friendly, but at the same time, she wasn't like, she wasn't mean. She was just there to do her job. And she, she tried to do her best um, at it. Um, I remember, I, I have no idea where this started, but we were talking about um, God and we were talking about the Bible. And one of the things she left me with was she has read the Bible and she doesn't agree with it. She said she doesn't agree with it because she does not like how the Bible depicts women. Yeah. And you know what? 
I get it. Like, if you read the Bible, women have a certain, I don't mean the women who change things. I mean, the way how women are used and stuff. And that was her reason for not wanting to, I guess, believe that the Bible is something that is real. Okay. It's just that that made me remember her, you know, because I'm like, when we had that conversation, I was like, whoa. (laughs) And um, another, like, I have a lot of memorable teachers, obviously, but one other memorable teacher is my last year of high school when I um, switched schools because I wanted to finish history the same year as everything else. And unfortunately, I failed um, in uh, grade four. So I wanted to, grade four, in um, secondaire quatre. So I wanted to do four and five in the same year. So I had to switch schools because Ulelie de Rocher is a school where you can uh, do two grades in one year. You do six months, six months. So it was awesome. And that history teacher from that school made me um, want to not, sorry, made me want to pass. So I never have to see him in life again. Yeah. <laughs> no, like there's some teachers who like motivate you and you're like, oh my word, I'm going to pass this because I'm awesome. Yes. And some teachers are just like, I just want to pass this so I never have to see your face again. Yeah. And that was that teacher because oh I, it was a new school, right? So I was stuck trying to figure out what I needed to do. So I, I think I came in the class like a couple minutes late and he's like, you don't want to be in my class. So I suggest you leave. And he kicked me out of his class. And he did that to a lot of people. And I'm just like, either he is trying to prove a point or he does not like kids. Because I'm like, it's not good that we come late. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. But he doesn't even want to know the reason. And he just kicks you out of his class. So I'm like, you're depraving us of education because whatever reason. I'm not going to assume I know the reason why he was like that. But after he did that to me and I saw him do that to a lot of kids, I'm just like, I'm going to study so hard so I could get out of this class. So said, so done. I did it. I passed both grades in that year. I never saw that man in my life. I pray that I never do. But the thing is, I forgot what he looks like. So even if I did, I wouldn't know. But yeah, but you know, there are a lot of memorable teachers on the positive side and on the negative side. Um, a lot of the positive sides for me, again, was in all dramatic. I had three amazing teachers that taught me so many different things about drama, but also translated in the things that I feel about life. All three teachers really dug amazing uh, gems in my life, and I, I thank them. Like, I... I, unfor- I only remember two of the teachers by name, which is Madame Nathalie and Madame Sophia, Sophie, sorry. And um, they were amazing people. Like, I understand why they chose to be um, in the theater, because that's what they also do for a living other than just teaching the, the courses. They do plays in real life, and they're amazing. And I'm thankful that I even got to know them. Ooh. I don't... Yeah, I don't know that I have a favorite, favorite teacher, mm-hmm. but all of the ones, whether it was a good experience or bad, they taught me something. And, you know, to all of them, I say thank you because you you spend time with people for a certain amount of time, especially in school, and it seems like it's forever. So you take those nuggets and you do what you want with them, you know? Yeah. So that was, that, that was uh, my experience and I absolutely enjoyed it mm-hmm. for as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So 
So before we ramble on too much, what is the quote of today? So the quote for today is actually a poem I was thinking about and then wrote, though time comes and goes, the clock is always ticking. Times are filled with golden moments, silver moments are quickly, quickly fleeting. May these moments fill your heart as time goes on. Do not forget in each moment a memory is set. I guess I, I, I was thinking about it because we have all these experiences that we went through in elementary and high school that still resonate with us um, till today. And um, I just wanted, you know, I just wanted this poem to, to um, basically capture that, you know? I mean, even up until um, university, we all, will always have these moments in between the teachers that we met you can remember basically and take with you and like here we're we're giving the memory back to certain people you know um and and that's that's what i i just wanted this this poem to capture the parts that i truly love from this poem is uh times are filled with golden moments silver moments are quickly fleeting because you will always find like i said golden nuggets in life that you'll remember years from now and that you can look back on implementing your life and you're like oh yeah I remember we did this thank you for joining us on this episode of free talk this has been Aya and Chani until the next episode stay safe bye